And even everything I read, all the reviews, everything I've seen, is just like, oh, same, pretty right. much same game. If, the you, same. if you own the other one, yep. no big deal, unless you really want to play co-op. Right. Right. Yeah, that was the impression that I got, too. Yeah. And, like, they were going to slap some skins. For the I know. That's true. That's true. <laughs> we'll, clip, we'll clip some in. That's a good call. Um, but, yeah. Um, I don't, although I like forming some of these thoughts, to be honest, when we're talking beforehand, but... Mm-hmm. Keep them in your head. Fair enough. Fair enough. enough. Set your trap. Hey everybody, welcome to Pursuing Pixels. My name's Kevin Portelli and I'm here tonight with our hosts Randall Nolary. Hey everybody. And we're welcoming back DJ Mandolini. He it's is just temporary. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> so, I had to kick John out and uh and DJ's back with us today. And uh it's time for our uh, game of the month, which we've been playing uh through uh Katana Zero through the month of September. Yes, sir. And uh this is a game from Devolver Digital. Uh, if you're not familiar, uh, I, did anybody catch the developer? I, it's because I know Devolver is not the developer. But I'm drawing a blank. ASCII Soft. That's right. Yeah. Um, and they, uh, it's kind of like a 2D side scrolling, fast paced action game. Uh, it kind of like to me, I, I hate doing like to just compare two games to make the new game, but like that's what it kind of reminded me of like vibes of like Super Meat Boy meets Mark of the Ninja, like the kind of fast paced, bite sized levels that are somewhat choreographed like or even like a little bit of hotline miami vibes in there like especially with thematically yep um but just like you know but pretty intense violence pretty pretty gory yeah um but just like a fast-paced action game that that actually had a little more variety than i was expecting and uh was uh pleased to see that this was like a nice relatively short bite-sized experience you know four or five hours i was able to play through uh oh dang the whole game uh just finished it up uh last night or two nights ago i think but uh really had a good time with this one and i'm excited to uh dig into this game with you guys um because i'm pretty mixed overall i would say i am too and i don't know why (laughs) (laughs) i am too but it's because i'm terrible at this game it just beat my ass over and over again Okay, interesting. Because I mean, I I I have had a hard time. This is definitely not an easy game by any means. And this is like so the the main mechanics are like your 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 two D platforming, you know, side scrolling platforming. But you move pretty quickly. It's like a, oh, yeah. more of like a fluid momentum that you have. You're not just like it's not a one to one. Like you move the joystick, you stop. Like you kind of have like a momentum to your character. Definitely. And then you're you're able to uh, hold down one of the triggers to go into bullet time. Or, you know, slow motion, and then you're able to, uh, that's able to, yeah, I guess you can do this even when you're not in slow motion, but it allows you to more easily, like, deflect bullets that are shot at you. You're, you're right. playing as, like, a swordsman with a, with a katana, um, and you're, you know, able to deflect bullets back at the enemies, and they, thankfully, you don't have to aim them or anything. It seems like they deflect, like, right back at the enemy who shot them at you. Right. Or, uh... Or you're uh, able to roll, do like a dodge roll, essentially, that I believe you're invulnerable while you're doing that roll. And then essentially you're just, uh, other than like slashing enemies, and you're able to do like a jump and like upward slash or downwards. I mean, you're really able to kind of like 
dice through enemies like if they're if there's like three enemies standing near each other i feel like if you do one slash that's like it'll a, just as long as they don't have a shield or something you're gonna wipe all of them out yeah they're all like one hit one kill yeah, yeah but even like simultaneous kills almost if they're in the same vicinity um but that's basically it and then i guess you can uh, there's Items. also like yeah i was gonna say there's like statues or like sometimes like a butcher butcher's like, knife, yeah. knife yeah that you can pick up and throw and again those kind of have like a little bit of like a not heat seeking, but like they're, you know, kind of like an auto aim. Yeah, they tend to uh, find their yeah. target when you throw them. Yeah, which feels great. I mean, you're able to really kind of not breeze through these levels. Like we said, they're pretty tough, <laughs> but uh, but you're able to feel like you're breezing through them, um, you know, on the time that you <laughs> that you are able to actually complete it. Yeah. Um, you know, it does encourage you to kind of move through it. I, I do like the way the enemies like you, you can in some instances kind of take your time. There are like, you know kind of like in like we mentioned hotline miami there's like doors that you know until you open them the enemies aren't aware of your that you're you know right next to them so you can wait until the enemy's like right up next to the door and kind of slash through the door and kill them at the same time but then obviously everyone in the other room but they do a nice job of like not you can't there is a time limit although it never came into play for me there's like a timer at the top of the screen that ticks down um, and I was able to never just have that be an issue in any way, but yeah, that but didn't do seem nice... like it ever came up as a big factor. The time, mm-hmm. yeah, there was only maybe one time that I even noticed that it was even at all that it had any kind of like you know lowered aspect to the meter, you know. Yeah. Um. But you know they do a nice job of like the enemies just react to like hearing some noise or hearing some commotion or an enemy gets killed or some gunfire. They just kind of like not necessarily swarm directly to you. Um, but they they don't allow you to just kind of wait and slowly plot through these levels, both in the way that they're laid out and in the way that the enemies react. Right. Um, but I don't know. There was a little more variety in this game that I expected. I know, DJ, you you finished it as well. Yes. Um, nice. And and again, it's not a super long game. And I know, Rand- Randall, you said you were having a little bit more of a, <laughs> a difficult time. And yeah, and not- I just had, I had a tough to, time getting in the zone for whatever reason with it. Like, and I just kept dying and dying. And I, I think I made like level four, which is not, not all that far. Well, there's only, uh, for what it's worth, there's only, I think 10 or 11 okay. levels. Yeah. Um, and they do obviously get tougher and tougher as things go. Um, and they did do a lot with, uh, with variety in terms of like the, I shouldn't say a lot. Cause you do play as this one main character for the majority of the game, but there was a level or two where you play as a different character. Oh yeah. Um, yes. that has a small, not a totally different skill set, but definitely a couple different moves that you have. Like you have this like slash move that you can like hold down X and then this like radial circle will appear around you. And then you can basically pick a spot from anywhere within that radius. And then you will just do like a, straight line dash through any enemy that's within that path okay um which is really cool um but then you have like a a recharge after that so if you do that move you you then cannot slash with your regular attack for a minute does it go into slow motion when you're selecting that or yes okay it does a little bit but you can also simul you can also hold down the bullet time at the same time and like really like stretch that out even longer (laughs) um And you're able to, like, in some cases, like, you're having to use that ability to slash through enemies, but also in some cases to, like, dash through some, like, lasers that would otherwise kill you, you know, if you touch them or whatever, um, that you wouldn't be able to, you know, dodge roll that far if you were playing with the original character. But uh, but mostly as far as like uh, I know I mentioned I was mixed on the game. Yeah. And it's mostly for me just more to do with, like, the the ultra violent themes and the. uh, 
the story is like I, I did appreciate that it had like some sci-fi elements going on. Like there's definitely some like some like what's going on here, but it kind of felt like it was just to to me it just felt like it was that to be that. Like it just felt like it was weird and fucked up to be weird and fucked up hmm. and not it wasn't that interesting of a story to me. I wasn't like captivated or didn't care. I just wanted to play the levels of the game. Right. Um the presentation was well done, but I just I didn't care about the storyline in, in any capacity. I cared more than I expected to. I think, uh, you know, what really more so put me off with the story was, you know, the too much, you know, saying fuck like all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah, like they, just to like say like, dish it hey, out way too much. And just like, oh, you bitch. And like, just just like cursing to curse, like just to, again, like being being fucked up just to be fucked up. Yeah, seems like um, there's a little bit of uh, extra edgy once in a while. Yeah, in the game, little tryhardy, I yeah. guess, on, on the edginess. Yeah, but but we continue, DJ. Um, but no, in terms of you know the gameplay, like I like you were saying before, like it feels sweet to pull off all these moves, but I I don't know for for some reason I was maybe I I agree that it's a hard game, but I don't know I was expecting maybe more of a challenge and and i i don't know i don't know maybe this we want to play the game differently i didn't want to rely on the slowdown mechanic because oh, man. I, I felt like it made me feel less sweet you I, know? Can, I could see fair. that yeah i i th- i would have times like there would be chunks of levels where I would be using it when if if it was a level that I had to keep playing over and over and over again, like I'd get parts of it down so smooth that like, okay, I'm not using the slowdown here anymore because I have I can just deflect that bullet. Right. You know, out of reflex and not out of needing to slow it down. Yeah. But I I think I would have felt, you know, better about using the slowdown mechanic, too, if it didn't recharge, like if you just had a limited amount. They give you a pretty liberal amount of it. Like, you can use it pretty, not indefinitely, but almost. Yeah, so it it, it seemed a little too, I don't know, a a little too hand-holy of a mechanic. So I tried to, you know, do the levels as much as I could without it. And the times when I was, like, actually deflecting bullets, that was pretty sweet. Um, You know, like, I, I did get you know, pretty good rush out of that. Um, Do you feel like that was easier for you to get into a flow with because you didn't use the slowdown mechanic? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I was going to say, I could see that too. You get a pretty good like idea of like how soon an enemy is going to shoot once they spot you. Right. Um, So it, I, I think um, another part of the game that we did mention is all the levels are framed as though you're planning out the you know going through the room and then once you have a successful run you you kind of watch it back like the security tape tape. yeah Yeah. like a vhs tape yeah right and so anytime that you had um done the slowdown mechanic like you know you're just viewing it in real time on the tape so that that does make it seem more sweet but um at the same time for me like trying to not rely on that mechanic it just made that part of the game kind of pointless or just like i don't need to see this again and i, <laughs> so I, I tend to I know not to I watch did. the replays anyway 
I was just going to say it. And I watched the first one or two and then I couldn't care less about watching them because I actually because when the one thing is when you do watch the replay, it's all in like black and white and grainy yeah. like you're watching it, like we said, like on a security tape or something. Right. Um, but I prefer like the game. Uh, and, you know, I, I know I mentioned I wasn't crazy about like the tone uh, as far as like the story or like themes of the game. But as far as like the the visual presentation it's and beautiful. like everything about like like the VHS tapes and like even when you go to pick the levels, like if you have quit out of the game and you go back to continue and you're picking your level, like you're picking the actual VHS tape. Like, right. it's really, really well done on the presentation and like the music's I really like like some of the songs get a little bit too like clubby and a little too like dancey. For me, like a little too EDM, but I did really like the the soundtrack for the most part. Yeah. And I loved how at the beginning of each stage, like you'd be booting up a new track. I was just going to say that. that yeah, cool. it looks like your character like pulls out like a cassette player or some kind of MP3 player or something. I don't know why I said MP3 player, <laughs> but pulls out some kind of device and, you know, boots it up. And, and it even says like the name of the song and the artist at the bottom left of the screen, which yeah. is a nice touch. I always appreciate that. Like, Th- that is especially cool if there's a way to man. do it and uh, and, you know, throw out some props to, hey, this is who made this song. Yep. <laughs> you know, I always appreciate that. And just in general, I think this game has very pretty pixel art, and I love the lighting effects. I've never seen lighting effects like this with pixel art as well as this is accomplished in this game. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's a really, really nice looking game. I think that's what probably caught all of our eyes, yeah. not to mention like, you know, we're we are all, you know, I, maybe Randall and I maybe a little bit more so. But I think I'm pretty comfortable saying that we're all pretty into these like 2D twitchy action platformers. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, they're they're just kind of right in our wheelhouse. So um, if you couldn't tell, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you've been listening. Um, but yeah, we uh, I, I do also, I, I you know, like I really appreciate like the neon, like purples yeah. and blues and stuff like that. Um, and, and I did appreciate the like variety of levels. You know, there was some cool like there there was level that was like actually in a club and you're like carrying out these like assassination missions and Every time you're like checking back in with like your sort of psychiatrist or something, but you can yeah. tell something's up and he's like giving you some kind of drug each time, uh, you know, injecting you with something. And you're I, I did appreciate I, I did think it was cool, like the conversations. How yeah. You could cut them off. Like there's like a bar that scrolls across. That's like the first chunk of it is red and then and then it'll be white. And once it gets to the white chunk, then you can pick between like a number of options a lot of times in the conversations you're having. Right. But then in some of them, you can just like, you know, if this psychiatrist keeps feeding you a bunch of shit, you can just kind of be like, hey, no, I want answers now. Or just give um, me and, just give me my medicine and like leave yeah, me alone. Cut yeah. this scene short. Yeah. yeah. I guess I wish uh, it allowed, you know, the text to just scroll faster so I could get to the part where I you know, have my full list of responses instead of having to wait through the whole thing. I, I don't know. Like it is nice that it, it allows you to cut it off, but I kind of wish it, it allowed the ability to speed up the conversation. If you yeah. know to like to read the whole thing. Cause yeah, you, yeah. you are actually cutting off like at like, you know, the dialogue is kind of scrolling across as the enemy or whatever characters talking. And yeah, you kind of cut them off, but it literally, when you cut them off, all the letters kind of crumble off the screen and it, you don't get to finish seeing what they were going to say. Um, and sometimes I would just do that by accident, just thinking yeah. that in most games you could just, you know, text scroll by like pressing A or something. Right. Definitely did the right. same thing. Yeah. And, and DJ and I actually for a, a little bit of a spoiler alert here, but it does appear that there are some some multiple endings to this game. Oh, wow. 
Um, and we both <laughs> appeared to try the, same, the same thing <laughs> where like that you get confronted again, that things just get. And again, for me, like I would have been a lot more engaged in these conversations and stuff if I if the not I know I said I didn't care about the plot and I it's not so much that I didn't care about it, but it just didn't make any sense to me. Like it just I, I did not follow it whatsoever. And I watched I didn't skip any cutscenes or anything, but I just did not understand what was going on. I mean, to to be fair, it's they're they're setting it up for a sequel. So maybe more gets revealed in that. So. That's true. That's true. But it just kind of like, again, it just seems weird to be weird without a lot of like rhyme and reason to why things are happening, at least to me. Um, yeah. But it, so I just didn't have a lot of like motivation to see those conversations through or to have a lot to, to care about having say in how they played out. But we did end up like kind of choosing this path where you like essentially choose to die and then you just die and it's game over. Oh boy. <laughs> and then you, but you're just able to start up and pick that same level again and, you know, kind of start pretty much where you left off. But I was kind of thinking it, it was just it was kind of interesting how that played out, I guess. How it just was like, oh, I guess the game can just end like this if that's how you want it to play out. Damn. Well, and I, I do appreciate that, you know, it lets you go back through the levels to not only do the actual levels themselves, but you can make different choices in terms of the conversations you're having with other people. So it's not so like set in stone as I imagined it would be like you make this choice. You can never go back like you can kind of see you know, the different branches pretty easily without having to start the game all the way over again. Yeah. Yeah, And there are some once you beat the game, too, it does unlock hard mode. So I don't know how much harder. Did you try that at all, DJ? I didn't. I was just like, how is this going to be hard? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it would just be more enemies or hits to die. Yeah. That would mess up the flow. That would. Yeah, that would fuck everything. I I would think it would less items available. Yeah. Either more enemies or less items or maybe a little bit of both. Um, less uh less of the uh slowdown ability that would yeah. make sense yeah that would make a lot of sense actually uh, maybe that's what you needed to play but it would have been nice to have access to that right from the get-go too to be like okay you know this i'm a little ahead of the curve on the challenge on this or i'm a little behind the curve it'd be nice to maybe have some different difficulty settings here i don't know i always appreciate it when a game just boots itself up and i don't have to worry like am i playing the appropriate way to yeah. go about this game yeah i, I can't argue that I, I do get paralyzed sometimes by that selection screen of like what is the right way to play this game yeah because especially with a lot of modern games the normal mode is actually the easy mode in the way right. that they've set it up right right especially with a lot of some of these like roguelike titles like we were just talking about bad north which just got its new update Hell the yeah. Ton update finally Heck yeah. um, i know we've talked that game to death on the podcast but <laughs> maybe we'll have revisit it eventually here yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i'm excited it seems like they added quite a bit but um i don't even remember why i brought that game up but because you're excited <laughs> yeah i guess so different difficulties yeah the different but hard seemed like you were you kind of fell into that hard mode is like this is the way to play and i don't Yo, disagree yeah. yeah because it you know the normal it just has that slow escalation at the beginning it just takes so long to get going you know right and hard just kind of actually starts from the get-go and now hard's even harder yeah <laughs> it's just oh my god yeah it was looking pretty tough so i'm excited <laughs> but not to get sidetracked but but yeah, I, I mostly, I, I guess, I, I mostly come down mixed in the sense that like the the gameplay that 
I played, yeah, I had a lot of fun playing this game, but I just feel like it, I don't know, it didn't, it didn't have enough there, and it didn't, the stuff that was kind of thrown in between in the story, I just didn't care enough about, but, right. uh, but I, I'm still curious to see more from this developer, but, um, just kind of not sure. I'm, I'm not as stoked to know that there's like another sequel coming or, or DLC or something. I'd rather see potentially something new, but you know, cause it's a, it's a very well-made game. <laughs> you know, there's no denying that. Right. Um, both from like the, the visual presentation, the way it, you know, the way it feels, the way it plays. Um, but I think overall I, I just come down pretty mixed on it, but, but I definitely had fun playing it. But what do you, what do you two think? I mean, I, I, I am, I'm curious enough to see what any sequel or DLC would have to offer. Um, I wasn't, I don't think I was as put off by the story or, you know, whatever as you were, um, you know, I'm again, I'm interested enough. I, I think that, you know, it definitely does ramp up in difficulty near the end. So if there's, you know, even some DLC that's like even harder or something like that, like I definitely want to see what those kind of challenges look like. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm still game. I'm still game for this. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I am too. I, I, I suppose I ended up a little bit mixed just cause I, I don't know. I didn't feel the, the momentum to keep kind of pushing through the, the difficulty or flow state stuff that I was having problems with. So, um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot to, to like here too. And I really didn't mind the story elements. I liked that they were trying something different there. Um, so yeah, I, I'd be willing to see a little bit more through, or I'd certainly be open to the idea of DLC if it came across. I know this is still a pretty recent release, so that's a possibility, I'm sure. They they seem to hint at it a little, because you also, after you unlock hard mode, you unlock this like uh, government lab. I forget what it's called exactly. I think it's just called government, government lab. Labs. And, uh, and you go in there, and there's like some kind of room that says, like, check back in a few months, or some, something like that, check back later. And then there also are like some kind of like, Apparently, on in the levels, which I found none of them, uh, but there's like key cards in some of the levels that you oh, can really? find that then unlock different swords that you can use after you've beaten the game. Um, once you you like, use the key cards in these doors in this government lab room, um, but I, I like I said, I didn't unlock any of that in the normal playthrough. And you know, I, I play games pretty thoroughly. You know, I'm not. I've I've mentioned before, I don't always go for like the hundred percent completion anymore. But I'm definitely, you know, usually vetting the levels and, right. and really exploring and trying to see what the game has to offer for sure. So I, I definitely missed all of this stuff. So I don't know how hidden they are, but well, it wasn't totally obvious that there would be anything to collect. So that's true. Yeah, because right. it is all about mostly like fast paced, um, you know, just plowing through levels, basically, which which I guess I thought I thought some of that was sort of weird, too. There were some levels like. I guess it seems like it should be yeah. at least my type of game and it just didn't feel like it. Right. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't feel the challenge. I am surprised on that because I thought it well, was tough. It's not that I didn't think it, you know, wasn't tough, but it never felt like, like, holy shit, am I going to even be able to beat this? Like you guys make me feel like a stupid baby that can't play video games. <laughs> It's like, yeah, yeah, we both beat it. I mean, it was kind of hard, but not really. I mean, I, I, I don't disagree with you, uh, Randall. Like, I, I, I definitely 
I know what you mean about like getting in the groove or getting yeah, in the zone. Like that I, was my I really problem, had to, honestly. I had, I definitely had to remap the but some of the buttons Ooh, and uh, change some of the controls to feel a little more natural for me. Interesting. But, yeah, I mean there were definitely like tons of levels where I had to like you know do over and over and over certain screens, but like right, it still never I don't know hit me as being like. I don't know. I guess that's what the, killed my momentum is that is like that I had to do levels over and over that it was one hit kill. I was like, I don't know. I'm I'm used to more forgiving games now, I guess, or something. I don't know. Yeah, that that does seem to be what I default to is like something with a little more of like a leisurely pace. Yeah. Give me a little life bar at least. Let me take two hits or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, well, anyways, speaking of uh, speaking of games with a little bit more of a leisurely pace, why don't we talk about some uh, untitled goose game? And I guess we can go right back to our uh, our roots to our very first episode here, because this game is getting compared to Hitman. Oh, yeah. Pretty, pretty frequently, (laughs) which is hilarious, um, but it's also which is (laughs) hilarious and and pretty true. I mean, in in the lightest sense of the the phrase or whatever of the term, at least to me, I'm not getting that depth quite in the little bit I've played. I've played maybe the first like kind of. I wouldn't call them levels, but they're kind of set up as like little vignettes. Uh, yeah. but they're all kind of Scenarios. interconnected, which is really cool. Yeah, um, I really like this is another game with just really great presentation. It's got a really simple um, low poly or I wouldn't I don't even know if it's low poly, but just that like cell shaded, like really crisp. Yeah, no, no outlines. Um, yeah, I think that's the right way to talk about it. Yeah, everything like the people look like Duplo people. Yeah, you know they like yeah they just have like a Fuck little does that mean? <laughs> Duplo or like a like little kid Legos. I yeah, think. like bigger Legos. Okay. Yeah, um, but they're just like yeah, everybody just has like a big round like clown nose and yep. like you know just really simple yeah facial features or like you know very minimalist kind of presentation. Um, but you're kind of like I don't know you're running around and you just kind of you can either honk yeah you're honking and you, the shit or, out of some stuff. <laughs> or you can grab stuff and that's pretty much the extent of your ability or you can run you can flap your wings and scare some people or you can like duck i guess you can kind of yeah. like, like duck your head down to grab stuff that's lower or, like duck under like a little right to like, hide fence or something or yeah hide under like a some tall grass or something like that yep. but, like so the first the first little vignette you kind of like you know you swim up from the from the water and you just kind of roll up on this little garden and there's a little you know garden keeper and you just have to like and you're locked out and you have to basically like cause a distraction to get them to let you into the garden and then you have to right you have a checklist and it's it's really great it's like a little notebook that like as you do things that like literally you hear the pencil like sliding across the page and crossing things off as you do them which is really that nice is a really touch. cool effect yeah, and it has a little bit of that like uh, ape out feel to it, where you're like, um, the music kind of coincides with what's going on in the game. Like if you're running, it kind of like piano kind of scampers along. Um, it's not yeah. as like bombastic as ape out. You know, it doesn't have like the big crash hits as you're <laughs> slamming enemies into the wall. Um, but it's you know as you're running around, or if you're causing a little commotion, the music picks up a little bit. 
Now um, I want to so see the it, goose and ape out. That actually sounds pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just start or or just give you some of those ape out abilities in Goose Game. Oh jeez, <laughs> that would get a little that would get a little intense. I think this game's a little too wholesome for that. Yeah, I think this game's a little too wholesome for that. Yeah, and that's that's part of the appeal for this game. Like we were talking to John, uh, he was texting us in the our little group thread here, and he was saying uh, his fiance Lauren was like, as soon as he booted up the game, you know, she's like. I want to be the goose. I want to play like it. And she's someone who doesn't play a ton of games. Right. Um, but yet still was just like instantly drawn to this game. And it, and it is one of those games that just has that appeal and seems to be like a really fun game. I've only played it here by myself, but it seems like it would definitely be a game that like I'm almost kind of saving more of it for like, I want to play this when some people are here. Oh, so yeah. We can pass the controller around and just kind of kind of see how we can poke and prod at all the different systems in this game yeah, it seems like it would maybe have a similar appeal that goat simulator does is that yeah. accurate kind of but I, I don't know i guess i don't know enough about goat simulator but it seems like there's maybe a little more structure to the right. to the yeah. game in this like where you do have like these missions and and some that are actually pretty difficult even in this first little oh, section yeah. like one of the missions is that you have to get the the groundskeeper to like he's wearing like a little like uh, a little cap yeah and you he also has like a sun hat that's sitting on top of or like hanging on the door that you have to get him to wear but he'll only wear it if you steal his hat but i mean he'll like i i took the hat at one point and was able to get it from him and like run into the like little river stream swimming it and he he went he came and got it oh no he got it out of the lake so i, I had to like hat. i i i had to get it from him and like in a way where he was like, and like after I was able to get him to fall on the ground, take his hat, run away and like throw it in his little like cabbage patch area or his little like plant area under, but before he saw me put it there, you know, yep. so he didn't know where to look. So is it more like stealthy or problem solving? Like I, I haven't it's played this game. All of the it's above, definitely, I would say. Yeah. And I, I would say, I, I would say it leans maybe a little more puzzly in the yeah. sense that like you, you don't have like the tools and skill sets and abilities that you have when you're playing Hitman or something like that, where, you, you know, you can't like, you, you do really have to kind of like run and start honking and kind of cause a commotion to like, you, you're more like causing a distraction of some kind to then allow you to do something. But, right. but some of these, like now that I've gotten into the second area or second little vignette, like there, some of these, I just have no, like one of the tasks you have to complete is it just says break the broom yeah i i just have no idea how to do that like i don't see anything you certainly have no you can't you know bite the broom and break it or anything so you know i thought like oh can i just like leave it in front of this car that's parked over here and maybe someone will drive the car or like you know yeah and i didn't want to look up online how to do it because that's half the fun of this type of game is figuring it out on your own Creating right. solution. Yeah, Hitman. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's mechanics heavy. I mean, it's not as mechanics heavy as Hitman is. You don't have that many options, but like that's the core of the gameplay loop here. Yeah, it's definitely definitely taking that as like an inspiration and and really running with it. You know, it's not just like a it's not just like a joke game, I guess. You know, it, it on paper, I could see this kind of sounding like, oh, it's like a novelty. Right. Like you play it for five minutes and you get it and that's it. But this is like they took that concept and really just like just ran with it they and really fleshed it out. It. No, yeah. matter, <laughs> no matter how ridiculous it seemed, you know. Yeah. And I, and I really appreciate that. And again, the, the presentation is just so charming. Yes. And so like I was playing it on uh, a pr- the last weekend, I think. But it was a day off I had and just had like 
just had a huge smile on my face just sitting here. And, you know, like I've, I've brought up a few times on the podcast, haven't been having the best time with my health and whatnot recently, just dealing with some of this hernia stuff. And I'm just not really able to get comfortable a lot. And right. Just just all everything's kind of a bit of a struggle. So it was like Kevin never smiles. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this game made him smile. Exactly. An untitled goose game had me had me smiling and laughing and, you know, saving clips on my on my switch one after another of like, oh, that was ridiculous. That was hilarious. Yeah. Um, you know, just excited to, again, since I was just playing by myself, like, oh, I want to save some of these so I can I can show them to DJ later when he comes over or whatever. So um yeah, just having a lot of fun with this and excited to play some more and, and have this on the on the back burner as like a, when people are over, this will this will be a fun game to pop on. It's so much fun to watch. And it does. It takes it very nice, as we say. So. <laughs> yeah. Were you were you able to play with uh, with Tina at all? Yeah. Or were you just playing solo? No. Yeah, I was definitely uh, Tina was definitely watching me play most of uh, this game when I was playing it. So and that's that's a lot of fun, too. And then she'll have different insights like, oh, try this like go turn on that water spout or like try to steal. Oh, that looks like the store keep person walks around here and kind of walks away for a second. And maybe at that point you could grab the broom or whatever, you know? So it's a lot of fun for that perspective too. I think. How do you feel about that kind of uh, interaction when you're doing a puzzle game? Like, do you ever get frustrated? Like, Oh man, like I wanted to figure that out on my own or, you know, or is the collaboration like, you know, more fun for you. I definitely lean towards the the collaboration side of it personally with stuff like that. And half the time it's, it's something that I didn't see or it's like confirming what I was thinking too. And yeah, let's try that out. So yeah, it doesn't bother me too much. I can, I can, it goes both ways for me. Yeah. Like it depends on the like game. You, Randall. <laughs> yeah. Cause there's times when it's like, it's like, I want to solve the puzzle or like, I haven't beaten the game if I didn't beat it myself or whatever. And um, like, if someone like yells out the answer, it's just like, I, I just get so mad at myself. <laughs> like, I should have figured that out. <laughs> I can no, but that. I was, I was go, go ahead, Randall. No, I was just saying I could see that. That uh, yeah, I was going to say I, I was going to say I could see that on, on your end. Like it, it does seem like the perfect game for like even if you're not the one necessarily holding the controller, it still might be fun to like j- because of how like, you know, again, we've talked about the presentation, but just the way things interact and the way things are a little bit unpredictable and the way things are, you know, when you're just running around and honking at people, you never know how they're going to react. So, you know what I'll say? I, I think that's a good point. I think it, the whimsy of this game keeps a lot of that feeling at bay too or like it is it's just like a fun open-ended kind of goofy experience where compared to something like i don't know like a zelda game or like a hardcore puzzle game that's something i feel like i want to figure this out and like i want to ruminate about this for a second yeah they don't they don't feel like i mean there are some scenarios in this that do feel like they're like you kind of have to do this certain set of things to to make it happen but but they are pretty much it's more like see how you can do this, not not yes. necessarily do it this way. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Or does that make sense? Oh yeah, that's yeah. that's why it's getting all the Hitman comparisons. That's that's why. Right, right. Without any of the, uh, although Hitman's pretty tame on the, uh, I should, not tame on the violence. You're killing people <laughs> left and right, but I mean, it's like it's not super gory or anything like them. that. Yeah. No, I'm saying from but having different like, options in a scenario of of how you can solve a a puzzle. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I do appreciate that, and and again, it, it's nice in the, this game because you can just kind of 
even stumble onto the solution. You know, I, there were times where I was just kind of running around trying to do one thing and then it ended up luring this other character over. And I'm like, okay, I guess I have an opening to do that now. Right. I'll, I'll run over there and grab the broom and see what I can do with that. Steal that poor kid's glasses and scare him into the booth. <laughs> Lock him in the phone booth. <laughs> Start honking on the TV. Yeah. Yeah. So this this game's a ton of fun and, and seems to be uh, not just capturing our attention, but pretty much everybody. It's universal. It's, yeah. Yeah. And, and even people who don't like video games, which is always pretty cool to, to see, you know, people who don't always have their eyes on this kind of stuff actually checking in on the indie game community. People are just like, what? You can play a game as a goose? Like, it's, it's always kind of nice to see. So universal goose game. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, from one uh, from one new game to another, I know uh, Randall, you've been playing some Sayonara Wild Hearts, which I, have. Uh, I pretty much, other than seeing a screenshot on my Switch, like I saw it pop up on the eShop, and I was like, "Whoa, this game looks super cool!" Yes, and that's pretty much all I know about it. Uh, other than also, I know it was part of the Apple Arcade, which uh, just launched like last week or so. Right. But uh, why don't you uh, fill us in on that? Sayonara Wild Hearts, guys. It's I, I've been having a great time. So it takes only about a couple hours to see through. Um, and the way it's presented, it's basically, uh, it's an album. It's 23 songs that are presented as levels, essentially. But it's presented first as an album and second as a video game, I would say. And I think that's the right way to approach it. It's like, I don't know, it's more like an audiovisual experience almost, more than it is just strictly a video game. Is it all all from one artist? Like this yeah. is all one artist's music? Yep. Awesome. To, to my understanding, yes. Awesome. Yeah, I think this developer, Simigo, I think also developed all the, or did all, <laughs> developed, all the music. <laughs> they developed all the music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they programmed it all. Yeah, they programmed all the music. <laughs> uh, but uh, it, the way that it is uh, interactive as a video game is that like you'll, You'll start the game. It kind of does this little prelude to kind of set up that uh, uh, you're this lady. It kind of alludes to maybe a relationship breakup type of scenario. Um, and then it immediately drops you into this kind of dream world state uh, where you start uh, going into a, a music track and everything's really neon and just like atmospheric and dreamy um, and, and fast. Uh, there's a lot of kind of twitch gameplay where you're just trying to pick up these hearts and everything's kind of scrolling generally like an auto runner or like um uh an arcade level it, it tries to switch up the gameplay each song or level um to, to kind of keep things fresh but generally what you're doing is is playing through this song collecting these hearts kind of following these patterns uh, and seeing the the song or level through um, and you can mess up. It, it's not that easy to mess up and stop the song where you kind of restart, but it is possible. So that's where a lot of the tension comes in when you're playing it is making sure you don't miss that turn uh, and have to restart a section which restarts that part of the song and kind of cuts up the flow of it. Um, but at its best, it feels kind of like a like a res experience if you guys have played that at all. Um, just a just a little bit yeah so i was just gonna ask so this is like kind of like a 3d like you're kind of like oh yeah i know you said auto runner but you're kind of like running forward as you are in res like yeah moving forward like into the horizon essentially most of the time yes but it it, it plays with the different perspectives and in, in gameplay that way as well where sometimes uh 
it'll change where, you know, in one level, you're you're kind of looking into the goggles of another player, which is a play screen that turns into kind of like a little asteroids game where you're collecting hearts there and avoiding uh, things. Or you turn into like um, in one level, you turn into like this elk creature that's like going in this forest like it's 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 changing up the the perspective and the gameplay pretty consistently to kind of match the theme and the rhythm uh of each song um it's it's kind of hard to explain that way honestly um but yeah it's not just one gameplay style but the prevailing main gameplay style is yeah kind of 3d third person uh moving very quickly into the distance collecting hearts uh to kind of keep the song moving as you're experiencing okay. things nice now, I, I know one of the things i was reading was like once you finish the game there were like a couple of like longer like harder levels or something like that not maybe not even necessarily harder but i was just reading somebody talking about where like after you finish the game you're then able to play like those original like 23 levels like all in one yes. chunk they call that okay. like the arcade mode. And yeah, so each level in the in the regular mode, you're getting the, the beginning with that story. Um, and as you complete each song, it gives you a rank, uh, either bronze, silver or gold or no rank. Uh, there was one time that I got no rank, but it's kind of hard to get no rank. <laughs> generally collecting a minimum amount of hearts to give you a high score that puts you in one of those thresholds. I'd say most of the time I got bronze just because I was just more kind of taking the game in which is kind of cool like even though it's fast paced your your eye is kind of able to unfocus a little bit and kind of take the whole visual presentation and audio presentation in at the same time um but so you know in the regular mode at the end you're getting those scores and then it jumps into the next level with a little cutscene. but in the arcade mode you don't get those you know ranks and scores kind of broken out with each song. It just kind of keeps flowing as if you're listening to the album on vinyl or whatever. Okay. Uh, which is nice. That's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I did about, I played about halfway through that, um, the, the arcade mode after I'd beat the game uh, and saw that through. So it's kind of cool for that perspective. Cause it's nice to chase the high scores, but I'm not really playing it for that reason necessarily. I want to just kind of see the album through cause the music's good. Um, it's, it's like, it's like a pop album set in, I'd say, the 80s. Everything kind of has this like 80s retro future look and feel and, and sound to it, I would say. Okay. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of neon, a lot of like pinks and purples. Um, and again, kind of minimalist, but uh, there's some cool backgrounds. And like I said, there's, there's so many changes up to themes and visuals that it just kind of keeps you moving forward and with that sense of momentum and kind of wanting to see what's next. And this is a game that even though you can see the whole thing through in a couple hours, I wanted to immediately after I beat it, I, I started it over again. And then in the next few days, I kept finding myself just booting it up. You know, Tina and I would sit on the couch and just kind of play through a few songs just because it's so like engrossing. So, um, I ended up buying the, the vinyl is available for pre-order. So I grabbed that too, just cause I was so into this game. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. That's actually really cool that they're doing that on vinyl too. Oh yeah. So like it, a part of me is bummed that this came out basically at the same time as untitled goose game, because I, I feel like it kind of stole its thunder a little bit. Um, Sayonara wild hearts is really great, I think, and, and not like a lot of other things on the market and i think it deserves a little bit more attention than it's got so far 
Yeah, and especially again, like like you were saying, like a lot of those rhythm games do tend to veer towards like the super difficult, right? You know, precision controls and like you know even the. I don't know if we even talked about this on the podcast, but we've definitely talked about it just amongst ourselves before. But like Thumper and stuff like that, like it's just like those are so based on like pixel perfect timing and and stuff like that. It's kind of nice to know that like it because I did like in some of these screenshots, like it looks super intense. You know, you see that it looks like there's a ton of stuff going on, you know, like like you said, the visuals are pretty arresting. Yeah. Um, But it's nice to know that, like, even though you like you can enjoy a crazy visual experience like that, but not have to have some crazy mechanics that go along with it. Right. And you can just kind of like play something that's that's engaging enough to to be engaged in, I guess. But but not that you have to you know, be on the edge of your seat and not not be able to enjoy the music while you're playing. You right. Because you're because all you're focused on is making the right movement at the right time. And I, yes. Yeah. And, and I will say that being said, this the the latter half levels do get a little bit more difficult that way. And you do get into it's not all just kind of run or pick up the hearts. It'll get into like kind of a Panzer Dragoon slash res you know, move your reticle onto the things that are going to hit you. Um, and then it kind of flips between different things. Like there's different, different tracks that are, you know, the chorus will change into a different gameplay element and then back when it goes back into the verse. Um, so it does a lot of really cool things that way, but generally speaking, yeah, it's more forgiving than a thumper or even a res that way. It, it wants you to see the game through and experience the whole audiovisual presentation that it has to offer. Nice. Yeah, I'm I'm really curious to check this one out. And and for what it's worth, really curious to check out check out this Apple Arcade situation cuz from what I understand it's like 5 bucks a month. Yeah. And once like right now I think it's only available on iOS, like iPad and iPhone. Yeah. But I think it's going to like you can run it on Apple TVs, you can yes. run it on on your Mac uh if you have a Mac. So I'm I'm pretty curious to see especially for like you can get an Apple TV for like 150 200 bucks. Right. And that's pretty interesting. I mean, there's a lot there, like right off the bat, there's like a hundred some games or 70 some games or I forget what the total number was. But I mean, there's there's quite a healthy list of some pretty cool stuff. Pretty um, interesting type of uh, format for selling games, that subscription model that way. I, I think that's uh, uh, potentially compelling with that list of games, too. Yeah. And and sort of similar with like uh, we talked about Xbox Game Pass a couple yep. weeks ago or last week. I can't remember now, <laughs> but but yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. You know, I something that I, I don't know. I, it seems like it the developers seem to be on board. You know, it seems like they get kind of like that upfront guaranteed deal with whatever right. subscription service and. And then they kind of, you know, maybe this is helping, you know, if if something, you know, with if Untitled Goose Game did, in fact, steal some of the thunder here, maybe they were able to be like, hey, it's no big deal because we already had, you know, we're on this Apple Arcade. We got this deal with Apple. Right. So whatever we saw on the switch is, you know, great. But, you know, we don't we're not depending on that. So I kind of like the stability aspect of that for the developers, too. You know, they don't have to worry about the sales so much because they've already sold it to the subscription service right. i guess assuming they get a decent enough cut yeah that makes right sense. yeah this is all making the assumption yeah that they're getting a fair yeah. <laughs> a fair deal here but but again i'm I'm assuming if they're signing on for it you know but yeah. but again who knows if they're getting taken advantage of here but we're certainly not ones to speculate <laughs> so i like to speculate yeah <laughs> 
Well, uh, I guess we're for once here, we're going to be talking about a bunch of pretty new games or I guess in this case, not a new game, but a a new addition to a game and a great game that we talked about uh, relatively recently. But uh, DJ played through uh, all the way through Chapter nine of Celeste. Sure did. uh, Which I think we kind of like right around the time we recorded the episode, we were like, oh, there's a new DLC coming out. We like just heard about it as we were recording Celeste and like just looking up some information. Um, So pretty excited to see that this just kind of came out out of nowhere and uh, excited to hear your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I was first of all taken aback by how much content is in this chapter. Like I was, you know, expecting maybe a couple hours more of, you know, gameplay, but this is like at least another half of celeste jesus i'd I'd say yeah wow i mean maybe a lot of it too is like it's might be due to its difficulty like i'd say um you know there's there's kind of two main halves to this chapter i'd say the first half uh stays within you know your a side to b side range difficulty that mm-hmm. you know you see throughout the rest of the game and i'd say the second half goes between like b side and c side difficulty oh yeah dj showed me a clip like when he when he first got <laughs> here at the very end of the screen, game yeah. and i was just like oh my <laughs> god there's yeah the last screen is like getting through the screen takes about two minutes <laughs> of no hits and obviously we know how celeste is like certainly not sayonara wild hearts no <laughs> you know, it's no, like more a, like no I room to be the guy territory yeah no room for error right. and this is like <laughs> we're talking like a lot of interacting parts here like there's there's some new well why don't you because there's some like pretty cool there's i watched you play a little bit as well and there's a bunch of new like level design aspects. Huh. So. Yeah. So, so like in, in terms of level design, there's, uh, you know, there are these puffer fish that now you can, you know, bounce on, or if you, you know, ram right into them, they'll send you flying and give you your boost back. So those are incorporated throughout the levels. The levels are, uh, kind of put into this kind of dream world that is pretty space themed it's you're like in space but also like underwater ish like there's a lot of water theme things but also yeah space from the little bit i saw it's uh it becomes pretty apparent so i you know don't mind giving this spoiler but it, it the the chapter takes place inside of a dream so are there story elements that kind of set frame that out too yes oh wow yes. um so wow. i i in maybe i don't want to spoil those because you know i i've said that like you know in the past you know i've i had an emotional connection with this game of the past so i'd rather if it were me i'd rather experience that all first and on my own but sure. but yeah it's uh it it is a good ending to a great game um but uh back to the level design there's there's now um these you know jellyfish that you can uh hold on to and they kind of help you glide slowly through the level and they can be uh you know taken different directions based on you know which way wind is going and all that stuff so they're almost like umbrellas like you're like they help you like float down slower right um but in addition to you know those kind of parts of you know the levels that have been updated there's uh 
a mechanic that I guess has always been in the game, but was never, it was either never uh, intended originally, or it was just such a unique or hard to pull off uh, mechanic that. There weren't like challenges designed uh, no. around utilizing this mechanic. Yeah. So, you know, late, late in uh, the end of Celeste, um, they give you uh, kind of like a, f- a floor dash mechanic. Um, so it kind of gives you a long jump if you, you know, dash diagonally into the ground. And um, But right. they add wave dashing, which is kind of like that, but you have to incorporate a jump like immediately right after and it gives you your dash back oh geez (laughs) so geez so the second half of chapter nine is heavily based around that mechanic and because that mechanic is you know it it can be really tight to pull off uh that i think is a big factor in why i i'd say there's just you know time wise it it becomes almost another half game or so right um because you know in most of the levels um i'd say it had like on average like i don't know a few hundred deaths um but like (laughs) chapter chapter nine was 3,800. Oh. <laughs> oh, I thought that was your total when you texted us that, like for the whole game. That was my total for chapter, chapter nine. nine. Oh. <laughs> That's insane. So, like, do you find it like, so, like, I know you're mentioning, I know this was just specifically talking about the final screen being like two minutes oh, long yeah. and super long, but like, screen. <laughs> but are you, are you finding that to be like super frustrating where you're like, not only are you having these longer and more difficult challenges, but you're also dealing with a potentially more finicky or at least more touchy mechanic that you're needing to do these wave dashes. Yeah. I mean, it's especially cause you might have to pull off multiple in quick succession. And, you know, I, I sometimes would have to take breaks cause just like, I, I need to like, you know, just, you know what wipe my hands down (laughs) yeah you know it's it it can it can be a little a little daunting a little exhausting yeah um but and especially because like you know you don't have you know like the end of these chapters like it wouldn't be paced out like oh after i play for about this long you know i'll get an end to a chapter and i can pick it up later it's right i it's i'm just you know pausing halfway through the this big ass chapter and it just <laughs> it, without any end in sight because of the the like you know the little markers um where important stuff happens they're few and far between um so when i when i got to the end i like i was like is this really the end <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, I even the little, do a five minute screen. Yeah. Well, even the chunk that you played when you were over, you were like, "Oh, there's the end," and then not so much. They got me. It's they like halfway point. <laughs> so Kudos yeah, it's, to you seeing that through your grittiness there. Sure. That's I, wild. Nah, I'm stubborn. Yeah, <laughs> so. I don't. Man, I'm I'm curious to check this out for sure. But I, no, I after really you're talking about you it, I I don't. Man, I don't see myself do, actually do, finishing it. Do but. the first half and just. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, I, I definitely want to check it out because I, I do, even though I, again, was, I was a little bit mixed on this game as well. 
Uh, but the gameplay chunks, again, were for me just some of the best 2D platforming. Oh, yeah. Of oh, the so in good. recent memory. I mean, it's it's really great. They nailed it. Yeah. Some some of the most fluid game feel for a for a 2D, you know, just character <laughs> I've played in a long time. Oh, yeah. And it just makes me sad that <laughs> that's that's it. Yeah, there's no more. And no more Celeste from Matt too. Makes Games because I think they they just changed the name of their company. I forget what they changed. Oh, it really? To, but but I, I read something like right around the time they released this chapter nine, like he was basically like it became apparent, like basically when we started working on Celeste after Towerfall, like it's not Matt Makes Games anymore, but we just kind of had to roll with it. Um, but now that they've like released this and kind of culminated this project, they're like, okay, it's time to like just start a new company because it's there's clearly more people than just me making these games. Right. So, so which I appreciated. Um, definitely like, sense. hey, you know, I, I, you know, he's like, he, he basically was like, I didn't expect to be collaborating so much with other people, and now there's so many people in the fold. You know, I, I couldn't do it without him. So, right. Well, give me another game, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely excited to see what they do next and excited, kind of excited to see that they just went this DLC route because it kind of, to me, uh, has me thinking they're probably not going to make Celeste 2 and they're probably going to do something new, yeah. um, which I'm but always hey, more we, interested in, to be honest. We had no idea that this chapter was even coming, so true, right? what'll happen. <laughs> true, yeah, we don't know anything, so. <laughs> yeah, I think they've got a right to do whatever they want to do next with how well I, they've done with Celeste. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would say so as well. And again, this is free DLC, so something that if you already own the game, it's just an extra bonus. They need to take my money anyways. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Well, anyways, one thing that we do know is what our game of the month is going to be for next month, uh, for the month of October. And I guess it's sort of fitting because this game does have a bunch of like monsters and goblins and and whatnot. But uh, but we're going to be playing some Cave Blazers, which is something that uh, DJ and I have definitely put some time into. And we've been kind of for a long time ago, we're kind of pushing Randall to pick this one up. Um, and I have needed a reason to go back and, and finish this game. And it's another, uh, roguelike, you know, action 2d platforming adventure roguelike. And, uh, man, this game kicked my ass. So I am excited to go back and kind of give it another go and, uh, excited for Randall to kind of dive in and get the fresh experience and kind of have a little gamut of experiences. Cause, no surprise here. DJ was able to uh, <laughs> polish this one off. So I'm kind of curious to hear our different, uh, you know, I don't know if they've patched or updated this game since we played it last, but I'm kind of curious to see where we'll all land on this coming at it from slightly different, you know, yeah, angles. I'm excited, too. We're all going to be pros. <laughs> mm-hmm. Speak for yourself, DJ. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> don't, don't stick that on me yet. <laughs> but uh but yeah that pretty much does it for us this week thanks again for listening to pursuing pixels and we'll catch you next week take care see ya god no i gotta i gotta redo that i just lost my you were going so well i know that was pretty smooth for a sec all right let me uh let me just start this ending there's been this crazy bug on my microphone the whole time too so i don't mind (laughs) nice i don't know where it went <laughs> what, now what kind of bug like a with wings or or a spider it looks like an ant but like on steroids with like weird <laughs> wings so i'm yeah <laughs>